Good morning, everybody. You're tuning into the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Tuesday, February 27, and I am your host, Krishiga Jathani, reporting for Matt Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are our top stories from today. First, Ontario announced a post-secondary funding increase. Next, Calgary-based Lynx Air shut down its services. Then, Quebec City police made four arrests linked to violent conflict between crime groups. Finally, in world news, wild weather is seen in the West and Midwest. And then we will hear Chris with their latest Black History Book Talk segment. So, let's get into it. Ontario is putting an additional $1.3 billion over three years towards stabilizing post-secondary institutions that have been struggling with finances, but will keep tuition fees frozen for at least three more years. According to the Toronto Star, Colleges and University Minister Jill Dunlop made the announcement following a government-commissioned report. A report released in November said that low levels of provincial funding to colleges and universities combined with a tuition cut and freeze in 2019 are posing a, quote, significant threat, end of quote, to the financial sustainability of the sector. Public colleges for full-time domestic students are at a lower level than every other province. According to the Star, the Council of Ontario University said at least 10 universities are facing operating deficits. Dunlop said the freeze will continue until at least 2026 to 2027. Institutions will be allowed to boost tuition by 5% for students from other provinces. According to the Star, Dunlop said the following at a news conference, quote, This is a broad range of measure that will offer much-needed stability to keep the post-secondary sector and help keep costs down for students and their families. Ultimately, our goal is to put students and their needs first. End of quote. Dunlop's announcement is due to post-secondary institutions saying their situation has grown following the federal announcement that the number of visas for international students will be lowered. According to the Star, low level of government funding have caused post-secondary institutions to turn to international student tuition fees, which are much higher than the rates for Canadian students. The bulk of the new money will be in a three-year, $903 million post-secondary education sustainability fund, including $203 million for schools with the greatest need. According to the star, Dunlop also said the province will allow colleges to offer applied master's degrees, quote, in areas of study that will help students graduate with in-demand skills, expertise, and credential, ends of quote, such as advanced manufacturing, artificial intelligence, and animation. Higher Education's President Alex Usher said the measures announced are nowhere near enough. He said the following, quote, altogether, between inflation and the loss of international students, the sector was in for a hit of over $2 billion this year. The package maybe covers 20% of that. It is not a serious attempt to put Ontario's colleges and universities on solid footing. It is, rather, the act of a government that prefers the appearance of solving problems to actually solving them. End of quote. Next, a low-cost airline announced new flights out of Prince Edward Island just from six weeks ago was shutting down before it even got started on the island. According to CBC, in early January, Lynx Air promised up to three weekly departures from Charlottetown Airport to Toronto and Calgary beginning in May. The airline announced it would cease operations as of February 26 after filing for creditor protection. Charlton Airport Authority was caught by surprise by this news. CEO Doug Newsom said the following, We had heard some talk in the last few weeks about a possible merger between Lynx and another low-cost flare. In terms of the announcement last night, we certainly didn't see that coming. It was a surprise to us. End of quote. According to CBC, Lynx Air launched less than two years ago with a promise to make air travel more affordable for Canadians. The company's seizing operations came as it announced it had sought and obtained an initial order for creditor protection from the Court of King's Bench of Alberta. 
According to CBC, the company said the following in a news release, quote, Over the past year, Lynx Air has faced a number of significant headwinds, including rising operating costs, high fuel prices, exchange rates, increasing airport charges, and a difficult economic and regulatory environment, end of quote. The Charlottetown Airport Authority posted on social media that its, quote, thoughts are with the passengers and employees impacted by Lynx announcement, end of quote. The post also had a link to airlines' websites for assistance with bookings. Newsom said other carriers are beginning to offer discounted flights for islanders who need to cancel travel plans with links. According to CBC, Newsom said the following, quote, When we did our budget back in November, we did not have links in our budget. In one sense, there are minor impacts on our overall plan for the summer. Let's wait and see how it all shakes out for this coming summer, but I think we will either be at or above the seat capacity that we had in 2023, end of quote. Then, Quebec City police have made four arrests in a series of police operations targeting a violent conflict between criminal groups in eastern Quebec. According to the Toronto Star, Captain Marie Manon Savard said officers arrested three men and one woman early Sunday morning. Three of the suspects were scheduled to appear in court Sunday, while the others were released with a notice to appear. According to the Star, Savard said the following, quote, I can tell you that the people who were arrested today are people who are close to a top leader of a well-known criminal group, end of quote. She said officers conducted two raids in the provincial capital while provincial police conducted another in Lac Aux Stables, about 90 kilometers west of the city. According to the Star, provincial police said that nine of the people they arrested on Saturday appeared in court in Quebec City. They faced a range of charges linked to conflicts between independent drug dealers and members of a biker gang. Police have said that a man was killed and three others were injured in a hostage-taking Monday in a small community of saint Melache, Quebec, south of the provincial capital. Finally, in world news, a strong winter storm is expected to dump several feet of snow in parts of west starting Monday, while much of the central United States will be basking in unseasonably warm conditions. Windy conditions may also raise the potential risk for fires in several states. According to the Toronto Star, the National Weather Service said parts of the Oregon Cascades and northern Rockies will see blizzard conditions with 1 to 2 inches of snow. This time of the year is normally the coldest in places like Chicago. However, the city and many others across central U.S. are getting an early taste of summer with temperatures in the 60s and 70s. Over the weekend, temperatures were in the 60s in Denver and Chicago, and Kansas City enjoyed temperatures in the mid-70s. Warm temperatures have brought increased risk of fires across the Great Plains. Well, that was it from me today, and now I leave you with Chris with their segment. Good afternoon, staff and students at TMU. Welcome to 1280 AM Met Radio, and I'm your host for today, Chris. Now here's something of interest to all you literature students out there. Tune in to Zoom on February 28th for a book talk with... <laughs> Sheila Murray, and she's going to discuss her latest novel, her debut novel in fact, known as... Finding Edward. Now, what's this book about, you're all probably asking yourselves? Well, it's about a biracial Jamaican man named Cyril Roundtree, who leaves his Caribbean home for a prospect of a better life in the unfamiliar environment of Toronto. While struggling to fit in, pay for his studies, and someday start a new family and community in an unfamiliar and sometimes threatening environment, he comes across a cachet of letters dated to the 1920s penned by Edward, another biracial man like Cyril. Upon this discovery, 
Cyril determines to learn everything he can about this mysterious Edward. Sheila has incorporated into her novel a sharp and incisive study of Canadian black history covering such areas as the Ward in 20th Century Toronto and the Atlantic Community of Africville. Sheila Murray writes with such supple prose and such confident storytelling that you cannot help but feel captivated as you follow Cyril's journey and rewarded as you come through the end in a debut of Uncommon Power and Pathos. Now enough about the book itself. Let's talk about the event that discusses this fascinating book. As advertised on the TMU website, this book discussion is scheduled to take place on Wednesday, February 28th via Zoom. Hope you all have that for a half hour at 12.30 p.m. sharp. For more information about this fascinating event, please contact Adriana Kenmere by email at akenmere, that's A-K-E-N-M-I-R, at torontomu.ca. Okay, that's all for now. This is Chris from Met Radio 1280 AM. Signing off. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Looks like the weather today will be a high of 11 degrees Celsius and a low of 2, and there is some rain in the forecast. I will be back next Tuesday with some more news at Morning Mixtape, but until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Krishika Jathani. Thanks for listening. Music